Welcome to the Impact Church Aurora podcast. We pray that this week's message encourages you, engages you, and equips you to make an impact in the world around you. Now, get ready to receive the Word of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give a round of applause for Jesus. Hallelujah. We can do better than that. Do it for Jesus. Do it for Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you the honor. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Please remain standing. I have to honor Pastor Jamin. I know Pastor Olga. uh, I don't see her right now, but oh, she's in the back. She's helping us out with Facebook Live. But we want to honor our pastors. Uh, There is such an apostolic anointing. We don't hear about uh, apostles and prophets too often in the westernized church, but he truly is an apostle of God. And he has been given such a kingly and priestly anointing to flow and to see corporately over the city as well what God is actually saying. I'm not talking about a replica. I'm not talking about a representation. I'm talking about what God is actually saying. He has put the words in this man's mouth as well as his wife. And we're just going to say thank you. We're just going to speak these words. We're going to somebody say favor, increase, power, expansion. Favor, increase, power, and expansion. We speak that over this church. We speak it over the pastors in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes, Father, we thank you. We thank you for this opportunity. Father, I just pray even now that your words would be spoken. Even though my name is Joshua, I like to say it's not Joshua, it's Yeshua, which is the Hebrew name for Jesus. So, Father, we thank you that your words will be spoken. That even though they may see a light-skinned brother from Chicago raising a roar, they're actually hearing and seeing Jesus. Father, we don't regard one another based on the flesh, but the Spirit. So, Father, let the Holy Spirit and all of His ways of expression be upon each and every individual today. That the words of God will be spoken to the hearts. That they will be confirmed today in their life. That they will hear exactly what you are saying, Father. They didn't come to hear a man speak. They came to hear Jesus. They came to hear the Father. They came to hear the Holy Spirit. They came for healing, not for information, but for transformation. Father, I thank you that today is the day that your name is glorified in this place, in this church. Can somebody say in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Please give it up for our praise and worship team. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Please, please, actually before you are seated, I want to give a shout out to my lovely wife, Hannah. She is so beautiful. Please wave to everybody. I'm telling you, I am so grateful. Please be seated. I am so grateful for today because this is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Somebody say rejoice and be glad in it. There's something about gladness because it says in Hebrews that the oil of gladness was poured on Jesus. Mm. Something about that. This is after his resurrection. Something about gladness. Something about joy. That for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Wow. Joy. Joy. The joy that was set before Jesus. 
he endured the cross. Father, we thank you that even Jesus said, I say these things to you that my joy may be in you and your joy may be made full. Father, we thank you that your joy will be made full over this place, over the individual lives, over this city. In the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. I'm so grateful today that uh, Miss Carla is going to help me. I like to have the piano playing in the background. Uh, I'm, uh, my wife and I are into music. And so uh, something about music and the Holy Spirit is just, woo, hallelujah. So uh, thank you. We want to acknowledge the people on Facebook that are here in spirit. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, take part of what's being said today uh, as if you were actually here believe that what God is saying is also to you as well because if you are hearing it it's not by happenstance for the righteous steps are ordered by God a righteous man's steps are ordered by the Lord so I believe man meaning man and female that your steps are have come here for a reason so be blessed today Facebook live and receive the blessing of the Lord hallelujah I am so grateful today thank you all give yourselves a round of applause for being in church today on this snowy, snowy, cold, aurora day. Hallelujah. Once again, my name is Joshua, and I'm so grateful to be here, so grateful for the pastors, and I'm so grateful for Jesus because this is the day, once again, he has made, and we'll rejoice and be glad in it. The last few weeks, we've been talking about kingdom. It's been some good word, y'all. It's been some good word. Uh, the first week that it kind of kicked off, my father spoke about kingdom. Pastor Jamin also spoke about kingdom last week and the words that we speak. Anybody remember that when he's talking about using our words? Anybody use your words this week in a different kind of way? Hallelujah. We're going to go deeper into that today. We've been talking about coming out of slavery, coming out of bondage. We've been talking about and acknowledging the Black History Month. In this time where they came out, hallelujah, there's a coming out today in the name of Jesus. There is a coming out today, and we're going to figure out how and why some words that we speak work and some words don't. We're going to figure out why we're saying things, but we're not seeing it. See, Jesus said in John 20, he said, blessed are those who have not seen yet still believe. We are not the people who have to see to believe, but we are the people because we believe we see. You hear that? Because we believe we see. Hallelujah. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That means you have something in your spirit that you see clearly that God has shown you. Anybody have a vision or a dream that it has not come to pass it, but you see it? We're going to speak to those things today, and we're talking about the word and the words, okay? We're going to talk about why some of these words work and why they don't. Why are we praying and not seeing these things come to pass? Why are we speaking it? I've been speaking his word. Why hasn't it been coming to pass, Lord? Because the word works. Come on, somebody say the word works. Hallelujah. So, with the first slide of today. We're talking about the word and the words, okay? And we're talking about lagos and rhema. Somebody say lagos and rhema. See, these are two Greek words, but they're, and I would like for you to do this. Trust me, you're going to need to take notes today. So if you have a cell phone, I don't mind, I'm a millennial, take it out and take pictures of these different things. But you're going to want to remember this because this is going to empower you to be changed today. Say, somebody say, I 
am going to be transformed today. I'm receiving revelation and I'm walking in demonstration. These are going to be backed with powerful scripture so you will see this today. Be in expectation. Don't just be here today. And we're going to talk about this today, okay? So lagos and rhema are two different Greek words, but are often used with the same English word, word. Okay? They're two different Greek words in the New Testament, but they're often used with the same English word, word. So if you're reading the Bible and you see the word, word, it could actually be two different Greek words used. Okay? And they could be lagos or they could be rhema. Kind of like book and book. While I was reading the good book, okay, the Holy Spirit reminded me that I needed to book my flight, right? So these are two different word meanings, spelled the same, sound the same, okay? So we're going to figure out how important Lagos and Rhema is in the Bible, and then we're going to figure out how to use the right sword, because we're talking about spiritual warfare. We're talking about why some words work. Have anybody prayed for something and you didn't see it happen when you expected it to? And you wonder, like, what's happening here? So this is why we're going to figure this thing out. And I, and I really believe that God is going to touch you today. And there's going to be some strong transformation. Father, use my words. May my words be your words. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So why is Lagos so important? This is going to hit you right there. Why is it so important? Why is it so important? Now, if you can, make the words a little bit bigger so people can see. But I'm just going to say it to you. Here we go. Why is Lagos so important? Because Jesus is the Lagos of God. He's the Word of God. The Word of God. John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, the Lagos. And the word lagas was with God. And the word lagas was God. Wow. In the beginning was the word lagas. And the word lagas was with God. So when we're seeing the word word here, in the Greek, it's actually the word lagas. Was with God and the word lagas was with, what's next scripture? John 1.14. It says, and the word lagas was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. So we're talking about Jesus here. So now we understand a little bit more why Lagos is important. Because Jesus is the Lagos of God. He's the word of God. The only begotten son when Jesus came. Now he's the first begotten. But the word is Lagos. So what is this definition in the Greek? This is some powerful stuff here. Mm. Now, I look up these words by things you can verify. So if you have these different Greek dictionaries or lexicons, you'll be seeing these same definitions. A communication whereby the mind finds expression. Mm. A word or thought expressed. Jesus is God's word or thought expressed. He is the expression of God. When you want to know what God is like, when you want to know what he looks like, what he smells like, what he sounds like, look at Jesus and you will see the expression or the thought of God released into your life. Hallelujah. It is an emphatic word, 
a saying, a declaration, or sentiment uttered. It is an explanation. It is an account. Hallelujah. It is personified. It is a true principle. This is the logos of God. You're going to want to see this. You want to see an explanation of God. You want to see God personified. You want to see the true principle, not a fake principle. You want to see the true thing. I want the real thing. I don't want something fake. I don't want nothing phony. I want the real expression of God, the thought expressed, the logos of God. Now, this is powerful. In the Amplified Classic, Hebrews 1 and 3 says it very clearly. And he, Jesus, is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being, the outraying or radiance of the divine. And he is the perfect imprint. Somebody say perfect imprint and very image of God's nature. The logos of God, the perfect imprint and very image, very image of God's nature. We have been confused with the curses of a covenant that we saw in the Old Testament and said that's God's nature. We saw God snapping off. We saw him, we saw hailstone and brimstone, but there was a covenant in place that he had to keep his in if they didn't keep theirs. He was faithful to his word, but if we want to know the true exact imprint and nature of God, we have to look at Jesus. We have to see Jesus. We have to know Jesus. Hallelujah. Another idea of Lagos is seed. And this is very important. Now, as I continue, we're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper into this. So this is important for you. Like I said, if you can, take pictures because I want us to grasp this because we want to walk in this. Amen. So. In the parable of the seed and the sower, Jesus likened the seed as the word of God. Hallelujah. The logos of God. Luke 8, 11 says it this way. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. There it is. The logos of God, the seed. Okay. So if the seed is the word of God and Jesus is the word of God, that means Christ has to be the seed. Galatians three sixteen says, now to Abraham and his seed where the promise is made, he saith not. And to the seeds, with an S, as of many, but as of one. Hallelujah. The one. And to thy seed, which is Christ. So the seed, thy seed, which is Christ. Very clear. Everybody get that? Very clear. Lagos, the expression of God. The, the, the true thought, the expression, the imprint, the perfect nature, the lagos of God. Hallelujah. The seed, the word of God, is Christ. Now, what is a seed supposed to do? A seed is a capacity to become. It is something that can manifest something, but it needs the right conditions to grow. Now, here's one of the first keys as to why the word of God has not worked. This is one of the keys. Now that we lay the foundation of Lagos, why hasn't this worked 
put the next scripture up. I'm not going to give you my words. I'm giving you his words. Hebrews 4 and 2. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them, but the word, lagos, preached did not profit them. Wow. Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Some of us are literally bulletproof. We can hear the word of God, but it bounces off of us because it's not being mixed with faith. It will not profit you one bit. Because you're, you're trying, you're putting it through the person who's speaking. You're putting it through doubt, skepticism. You're putting it through, this seed is not being landed in good conditions. It's being thrown on the wayside of your heart. You're not receiving what his true word has for you because of your own circumstance and your perspective. These are not my words. Look at what it says. It did not profit them. Wow. It didn't work for them. It just didn't work. Ha. Because it wasn't mixed with faith with them that heard it. Faith, a conviction. An unshakable belief and an understanding and trust and confidence in God that he is able to do what he said he would do. That faith, that unshakable, unmovable power that can see the unseen and call it forth and it obeys what you say. Faith that cannot be shaken is this faith that we have to mix what we hear when we see it. Some of us today are saying, huh, I'm just sitting here and nothing, I feel nothing. It's not, it's, not, it's not God's fault. It's not being mixed with faith. That's why I said today, you will be transformed if you say, God, increase my faith. Help me to hear it. Oh, Father, land it in good soil of my heart. Put the seed in my heart. Change me. I don't just want to just be. I want to I wanna know you. The true principle. The true thought expressed. The perfect imprint. I just don't want to feel goosebumps. I want to know God. I want to feel you. I want to hear you. I want to see you. For blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Oh. Oh. And that is in Matthew, the fifth chapter. Those are not my words. Those are his words. Jesus, when he was speaking the Beatitudes. Hallelujah. So, we know how it does not profit us. The next step is how can it profit us? So we want to figure out, and this is where Rhema comes in. Somebody say Rhema. Remember we talked about Lagos and Rhema. Lagos, Rhema. These are two different Greek words, but are often used as the same English word, word. Thank you for that note, Jaden. Give it up for Jaden for helping us out here. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. So why is rhema important? Now, this is very, very important. This is very powerful. John 6 and 63, look what it says here. Jesus said the words that he speaks are rhema words. Wow. John 6 and 63, it says, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profits, there it is, nothing. 
the words, rhema, that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Some of us are trying to hear God with our intellect and not our spirits. We're trying to hear God with our own seminary degree and not hear God. Because God is not a seminary degree. God is God. He cannot be changed or moved. He's God. We have to hear it in our spirit. Ooh. Hallelujah. So we see here that the word was made flesh, but his words are spirit and they are life. We see that Jesus' words are rhema. Don't we want to hear Jesus' words? I don't want to hear man's words. I want to hear the man, that the mediator. There's one man, hallelujah, that stands between the Father and us. And it is the man, Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I believe that's in Galatians. That's another scripture. It's not my words. It's his words. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we're seeing that rhema are Jesus' words. Okay? But what is rhema? I'm telling you, if you've read the Bible, anybody, I want a show of hands. If you've read the Bible and the scripture like popped off the page to you. Anybody experienced that before? Wow. You didn't know, but those are actually rhema words. It's different from just reading something and then something speaking to you. There's a reason why you were illuminated in that moment. My God. Because there was a difference when you were reading the word of God, and then all of a sudden, the word of God started to speak to you. So when the Lagos of God, Jesus, speaks to you is when you get that quickening. Ooh. That, whoa, wait a minute. That just, I read that a thousand times, but all of a sudden... I just got illuminated. Something happened. Oh, I didn't get that before. That's because, hey, someone is speaking to you. And it's for a reason. We're going to figure that out. What is that reason? Why did I feel that? So, Rhema, what is the definition of this? It is a teaching of divine understanding. You see, when you read the Word of God, but there's a difference when you understand. That's where the power is. It brings together all the divine teaching as a unified whole. It could be a prediction, a prophecy equivalent to the sayings of God. It could be a promise from God. Or it could be the subject of Lagos. The subject of Lagos. So we're going to do an example here. Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. Now, I don't, if, you know, if you know who we're talking about here, don't say it yet. I'm going to count on a one to three after we read it, and I want you all to tell me who we're talking about here. For unto us, the Lord said, read this together. Let's read this together. For unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Hey. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. On the count of three, who are we talking about? One, two, three. Hallelujah. But ha what happened there? You knew that, but this was actually written about 700 years before Jesus walked the earth. 
Wow. There was an illumination. You knew it. You knew it. Something else told you and you heard the name Jesus on the inside of you. You just knew. That's because when the word of God speaks to you, when Jesus speaks to you, there it is, a rhema. So, three other reasons quickly why rhema is important. Number one, nothing is impossible with God's words. Luke 137, it says it this way, but with God, nothing, and that word nothing is also rhema, okay? No rhema shall be impossible. Wow, this is powerful, okay? Number two, it's what we live by. Jesus is speaking. It says, but he, Jesus, answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word, every rhema, wow, that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Anybody ever say, God, what are you saying? God, give me your direction. God, what do you want? Anybody ever been there? You're looking for something to proceed out of his mouth. You're looking for a rhema. You're looking for the word of God to speak to you. You're looking for God to say something, whisper something to you. Hallelujah. Number three, it is a, it was, a rhema word was a precursor to our Savior's birth. Mm. Luke 138. And Mary said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word, Rama, And the angel departed from her. So my question to you today, hey, what Rama word will God speak to you that will bring birth into something that will change the world that you say yes to? God wants to speak today to you. So what I like to do is I take definitions that I get from these 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 books and I and I just kind of put it with revelation so it says here rhema when the word of God speaks to you when his word is illuminated in your heart when the seed lagos bears fruit and comes alive right before your eyes and in your heart when the seed bears fruit and here's a quick example of that hallelujah by the lagos of God you are made clean John 15 and 3 It says, now you are clean through the word, lagas, what God has outlined through the expression, because the word is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts between the soul and the spirit, the bone and the marrow, the intents of heart. It's powerful, but it will profit you nothing if it's not mixed with faith, belief, conviction, an unshakable belief. It will profit you nothing. So Jesus said, you are made clean through his word. Through his lagas, what he has written, what he has outlined, who he is. But then what happens when he speaks a little further down, he says this in the seventh verse. He said, if you abide in me, Jesus is speaking, the word of God. If you abide, somebody say abide. And right now you're abiding in the chair. You're seated, you're seated, you're, you're sitting there. You trusted it so much you didn't even think about it possibly breaking. You had faith in that chair. Sometimes we have faith in chairs more than we do in God. We don't think about it. We just sit down and trust. God is saying that you are seated in heavenly places today. If you abide in me, Jesus, the word of God, and my, oh, my words abide in you, you shall ask. Now, now we're starting to see why these words are powerful. You shall ask or speak what you will. Uh-oh. And it shall be done unto you. Huh. If his rhema abides in you, you shall ask what you will. And it shall be done unto you. 
Herein is my Father glorified, here it is, that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. Wow. You're my disciples if you're bearing fruit. Mm, that's big right there. Like I said in the beginning, who has prayed, said something, and it just didn't happen? Why is it not working? One, we see it's not mixed with faith. Two, somebody says, I have faith, but it's not a rhema word. Now we're going to understand why that's important as we continue. And we're getting to a powerful place here. So we got revelation. We got information. Now we're going to see that when you abide in his word and let his words abide in you. And the Holy Spirit will illuminate you and cultivate the seed. When you meditate, you take the time. Then you all of a sudden make a rhema out of a lagos. When you take the word of God, a scripture, this is a practice. This is another key. You take a scripture and if at, anybody have had a, a scripture that you've just been drawn to, like, I just, I don't know why, that's the scripture that just, that's like my scripture in my life right there. So this right here, you see what's very powerful about having that, Psalm 37, 4 has been my mother's scripture. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So a lot of times we say, well, if I have a desire, God will give me what I'm, what I'm desiring, but actually he gave you the desire. So, in other words, your desire was a gift from God because the word says that he will do all that he pleasures. So, therefore, if you receive a desire, well, I don't know why, I just, I just feel like I really want this, Lord. That's because God gave you that desire. And all of a sudden, you're desiring this thing because God is saying, I want, I'm going to meet that desire. And that was a scripture from my mother. And after 49 years desiring her father... What did God do? He found her earthly father and gave her the desire that he gave her. (laughs) Glory to God. There's a reason why some scriptures stick to you. Because God is speaking to you for a reason. Hallelujah. So, somebody say go even more deeper. Even more deeper. Because this is where we're coming to a final ending as to why and how we can walk in this demonstration. We understand Lagos is the expression of God, the will of God. It's it's who he is through Jesus. We know that rhema words are when, oh, wait a minute. There's an illumination. There's spirit. There's a quickening. There's life. There's a, wow, there's a, I just, I I, I just, I know that God spoke to me. It's not just words on a sheet of paper anymore. It's alive. This is why it's so important to read the word of God. When you read the word of God, God wants to speak to you for a reason. And we're going to get to that reason here. Isaiah 59 and 21. Now, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, but the, there was a Septuagint, there is a Septuagint, which means Sep, 70, 70 scholars, 70 to 72 scholars took the Hebrew text in the Old Testament and translated it to Greek. Because the New Testament was written in Greek. So now we can cross-reference Greek and Greek. And it helps us understand the Old Testament with the New Testament as well. So what we're going to see here is really important. Hallelujah. This is, like I said, the powerful thing about Ramah and what God is doing. As for me, this is God speaking. This is my covenant with them. He's talking about his people. Saith the Lord. Somebody says, says the Lord. This ain't Joshua. This is Yeshua. He says, my spirit that is upon thee and my words, Rhema, which I have put in thy mouth. 
shall not depart out of your mouth, nor out of the mouth of your seed, nor out of the mouth of your seed, seed, saith the Lord from henceforth and forever. This is what God is saying here today. Why is this powerful? He said, I put my words. He said he put his words. Not the words of a man. His words. Why is this powerful? Look at this. Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word, my rhema be, that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. We are believing that God would speak his words because it cannot return to him void. It will accomplish what he sent it to do. There's no way around it. It's God's words. Whoa. But he said, I put my words, my rhema in your mouth. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Let's go to the New Testament. Through his word, Jesus. God has given us his words. John 17 and 8. Look what Jesus is praying, what he said. He says, for I have given unto them the words, rhema, which thou gavest me, and they have received them. Wow. Somebody say, I received them. Thank you, Jesus. And have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou did send me. So Jesus even said, now he's talking about them. He's talking about his disciples. Remember what we talked about, his disciples, those who bear fruit. Mm. So what is he saying? I've given you my words. This talking to anybody here today? He said, I've given you my words. Mm. So Jesus came and taught us how to be a spokesperson for God himself. Those words are not your words. They are God's words. So I'm telling you today, let God speak. When we don't say those things that are illuminated to us, when God is speaking to us so he can speak through us. Remember that he's speaking to us so that he may speak through us because he wants us and desires us to bear fruit. He wants us to be able to speak and decree a thing and then see it come to pass. Why? Because that's exactly his nature, his image, his likeness, and that's how he created us. He created the universes by faith. We believe he created the world through speaking. He said, God said, let there be, and it was. See, what we've been doing is light be, and it might be. But God is saying, light be, and it was. And this is what we talked about in the beginning, using the right sword. We talked about spiritual warfare. So this is where we're ending this. Ephesians 6 tells us to put on the full armor of God. But Ephesians 6.17 tells us this, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the rhema, the word of God. We've been using the wrong sword. God has given you a weapon when he speaks to you and you're reading his word. I hope this is provoking you to read the word of God. 
Because when you get, oh, wait a minute. I just got something. God is saying, suit up. What God is saying, when he gives you that illumination, he's saying, hey, raise up your sword. When he gives you that word, it says it here. And the sword of the spirit, which is the rhema of God. It didn't say it was the logos of God. It said, when I speak to you, the rhema, all of a sudden, it's a weapon that you can use to fight against the enemy. So my question is to you today, what have you been praying for? Have you just been speaking the words that are on the sheet of paper, believing because it's his words? Or has God actually spoke to you and you got some revelation and something hits you and you say, hey, that's mine. He just spoke to me. I believe it. I receive it. I am healed. I'm not trying to be healed. I am blessed. I'm not trying to be blessed. But what happens is when you see the words on the sheet of paper and it speaks to you, that is a sword of the spirit, which is the rhema of God. So it's telling you, Use your sword. What has come against you in your life, use your sword. But a lot of us, like I said, have been speaking from intellect. Well, God, you said this is work, so why isn't it working? See, when it's a rhema, when it's someone that God spoke to you, it's like sticks to you. It's like a, ooh, a quickening. Anybody ever experienced what I'm talking about? When you read the Bible, you may have read the scripture a thousand times. Then all of a sudden it pops out to you. And it's like, wait a second. And then you talk to somebody. It's like you want to tell somebody. It's like because a quickening happens, like he said in John 6 and 63, this is the sword of the Spirit that he's enabling you to use in his stead. Why? Because he said, I gave you my words. Now, to some people, this may be like bullets to a bulletproof vest or so. You just, you're hearing the word of God and it's just like, yo, it ain't nothing to me. Because it's not being mixed with faith, it won't profit you nothing. So when you come to church and you're blaming the pastor, or you're blaming what you're hearing, and you're like, all these layers that you're putting it through, it's because you're, you're putting it through the flesh, like Jesus said in John 6, 63, the flesh profits nothing. So you walk out of church the same. What I'm hoping for today, please stand to your feet. If you can, what I'm hoping for today is that God would speak to you. Now, the word of God is that foundation. It is the seed. It is Jesus, the the cornerstone. But even when Jesus was right before people, they said, isn't this Joseph's son? Isn't that just a, oh, you got brothers and sisters down the street? Mark 6. And then it says that he could do no mighty work there. Wow, even Jesus. Even Jesus said he could do no mighty work there. And he marveled because of their unbelief. It wasn't mixed with faith. So if you come here and you're hearing the word of God and you're wondering why, one, we know it's faith. Two, it's because you're hearing it you're not meditating on it. You're not abiding in it. You're not sitting with it. You're not chewing on it. You're not meditating in your mind, saying that scripture over and over again. So here's a tool. 
when you are believing God for whatever it is, find a scripture. Until the word becomes words, until the lagas illuminates and quickens you, then all of a sudden, whoo, the sword, prophetically. What I mean by that is inspired by God, doing a faith action. I want us, whatever, if you're left-handed or right-handed, actually, let's do our right hand prophetically because Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. Our right hand, I want you to lift up your sword. And you say, Father, thank you for your words, for giving me your words. These words cannot return void. That means empty. It can't return empty. And say, because, Father, these are actually your words. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Don't we want his words to work on our behalf? Pastor, if you don't mind coming up, I'm just going to do a prayer and end this thing. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Jesus, that your words is what you have given us. You didn't give us empty words. You didn't give us just things to say and proclaim for no reason and hope that something will happen. No, we know because it's not our words. We have confidence in your words. It can't return void. God, you've given us your words. So, Father, help us read your word so we can hear you speak to us. And that we listen and that we are equipped to use the right sword. And not just expect words on a sheet of paper to change us when we're just, it's not mixed with faith. It's not going to profit us anything. We're not just going to read and hope. No, we got, we know Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence. We got evidence in the supernatural. So, Father, from this day, we believe and we decree, we declare that we will not just say things, but, Father, we say your words, and we will not hold back your words. The Scripture also says that we will take an account for every idle word that we speak. That word is actually rhema. So if you are withholding these rhemas and not letting God speak, God is saying you will take an account. That is not to scare you, but to say, oh, Father, I'm ready to be used by you. I'm ready to be an instrument, a vessel, if you may, a vessel that you can channel your spirit through me in a mighty way. I am sensing ears being open as I'm speaking. I'm sensing a right ear. If you're having pain or ringing in your right ear, put your hand on your ear and God will open it as I'm speaking to you because these are not my words. And I'm also seeing that God is actually opening spiritual ears that you may hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. So by faith, put your hand on your ear spiritually. Glory to God. Thank you for listening to this week's message on the Impact Church Aurora podcast. Please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review. 
For more information or to give, please visit us at www.impactchurchaurora.com. Now, go out into the world and continue making an impact.